Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, hey, I am uh, coming to you from solid ground now. We've, uh, If you've caught any of the earlier shows, you know we've been bumping around in the RV bunker, but we arrived back in Dallas-Fort Worth just yesterday. My house is a wreck, <laughs> such is the storm of packing and then unpacking and packing and then unpacking and add a four-year-old to the mix. And uh, yeah, it's just chaos. Back in DFW, but you know what? It does not mean I can't still bring you a national guest. And I've got a great guest with me today, someone I was hoping to to reach out to and maybe even go venture down into his part of the woods, literally North Carolina, while we were out there with the RV. We didn't quite get down there. I uh, took a different direction. But we're gonna we're gonna hear his story today, and it's a great story. And he's got a we, we've talked to some passive investors. We've talked to some lead investors. He's got an interesting angle because he's gone a different direction with multifamily. He's done some of those things, but he's also become an independent rental owner, what we, what we call an IRO. And I'll tell you, I personally, as somebody that's transitioning off that single family path into multifamily, that's a decision point for me right now. Do I want to be an IRO? Do I want to be passive? Do I want to be lead? So I'm very interested uh, personally to hear his story. So I'm joined today by Gerard. And again, he's in North Carolina. Gerard, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy. It's a pleasure to be on the show with you today. Hey, and, I, and I'm glad I'm glad you could join me. And just for the audience, I, I had not met Gerard until just recently uh, in, in early September at the Wealth and Passive Income Expo down the road here in Irving, Texas. We had a, had a great conversation. I said, and, and Gerard, I said, I got to get this guy on the show. If you would, if you'd set the table for us, tell us a little bit about your background before becoming a real estate investor and, and maybe what pushed you in this in this direction. Sure, Andy. Well, I grew up in Long Island, New York, and I did all the things that we were taught and uh, told by society to do. Got really good grades in school growing up. You went to college, got a degree, got a good paying job on Wall Street, contributed to a 401k, and then over time, uh, you know, started wearing down. You know, I wasn't achieving the results that I was looking for as, as time went on. And I was commuting about three hours a day. And I also noticed working on the New York Stock Exchange board, where it's a very high-paced, distressful environment, I also watched how the technology uh, improved over time, where we'd see uh, a decrease in the workforce, middlemen being cut out of jobs. And uh, I was a victim of downsides in 2008. So I was able to... Uh, there was a lot of change in that year for me, but I was able to uh, onboard with a different job, um, electronic trading space. So it was a little bit different, but I worked in another nine years at that job. Uh, I would say a turning point for me was in 2015 when I started to uh, speak with a friend of mine who was introducing me to podcasts and real estate investing books and really started to have a mindset shift then with a possible career change. Um, in 2016, 
Go ahead, sorry. In 2016, no, it's okay. In 2016, uh, I joined a different coaching program. But this was before uh, Lifestyles Unlimited. And one of the scariest days of my life was the day I stopped contributing uh, to my 401k. I'd been contributing 18% to my 401k. I had a very good company matching contribution, uh, depending on the year, could be 50% to 60% contribution. Uh, also in 2016, I was introduced to uh, the Del Wamsley radio show, and that became a part of my daily commute, listening to Dell on the radio, on podcasts, or just reading books about real estate investing. And also that same year in 2016, my wife and I had discussed about moving from an area like New York City where the cost of living is high and the quality of life is low, your return on time is not very good, to a place where we settled on this Raleigh, North Carolina, where there is a great return on time, uh, higher quality of living, and lower cost. And in 2017, we made that move, moved from New York City to North Carolina. 2017, 2017. So I'm curious, the Dell, so the Dell Walmsley radio show, was that broadcasting in New York? Were you doing the podcast? How did you, how did you access Dell? Uh, through the podcast. Through the podcast. A friend of mine introduced me to the podcast, started listening to him, was hooked on day one, started making it part of my daily commute because I had you know, two hours on the train every day. Um, and I believed, I mean, I was hooked from the beginning. I believed in pretty much all the insights that he had. I had no passive income other than stock dividends that would pay quarterly. Um, so for me, I was like, how do I start building passive streams of income? And I had basically zero at the time, except for the stock dividends I was telling you about. Now, so you guys moved to Raleigh in 2017. When did you become a member at Lifestyles Unlimited? Also in, in 2017. We moved in June, and within a month of moving, I'd learned about a two-day seminar that was being offered in Atlanta. So I registered for that seminar, uh, went for the weekend, um, soaked in the 16 hours of training, and the light bulb went off on day two uh, in multifamily. Because what I learned that I'd never known before was that you don't need a W-2 job income to, pay, to uh, qualify for the loan. It's the business that qualifies you. And what's, what I'd like the listeners to understand is that when I left New York, I couldn't take a job with me. I had no W-2. We had uh, you know, proceeds from the sale of our house in New York. And my goal was to find a job in Raleigh where my commute time would be cut down from three hours a day in New York to one hour a day in Raleigh. But that never even happened. Once I went to the two-day seminar with Lifestyles, I decided I would take the rest of the summer off. I thought about possibly buying a franchise. But I waited until the summer cleared out, and I became a preferred member in September and used the rest of that year to utilize educational resources, network, uh, to go to local events when I could, and to begin my investing strategy. Very interesting. You, you, you burned I, the bridges. You burned the ships. You said, hey, no, no going back. Completely. Very good. Hey, I'll tell you what. We're going to head into a real quick break. I want to, I want to explore your your trajectory once you once you joined, once you started investing. Because although you said the light bulbs went off on day two with multifamily, looking at your your resume, I see a couple of single families on there. I'm, I'm curious to know about those. And for the listener, we've mentioned the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Right now, you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. You can catch Dell's show during the week at 11 a.m. Central Time. Uh, go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, to learn where. I'm Sandra 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. I'm joined today by Gerard out of North Carolina. He's in Raleigh, North Carolina. He wasn't always in Raleigh, North Carolina. In fact, he and his wife made a big decision to escape from New York and the three-hour daily commute and find for themselves a better life. And they happened to couple that decision to move south with a, a decision to create more passive or create some passive income with real estate. Now, if you have any questions for me today or for Gerard, the number here in, in the studio, it's 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335. Or send me an email to askandy at com. I do have that open right now. And just ahead of the break, Gerard, you were mentioning that uh, you had the opportunity when you were in North Carolina to go just a little bit farther down the road to Atlanta, Georgia, to attend one of our two-day seminars. And this is a common way that potential investors become acquainted with the lifestyles model. And more importantly, I think, is get an education, a very deep education into both single-family investing and, and multi-family investing. Single-family is what we talk about on day one. It's eight hours of that. And day two, you come back and, and uh, you, you hear about multi-family. Again, eight hours. And, and you said those light bulbs, they were going off on day two, multi-family. Um, but you did do some single-family investing as well. Let, let's hear just a little bit about the single-family and any takeaways you may have from, from that part of your, your progression. Um, so before I had joined Lifestyles, I had established a relationship with a uh, turnkey single-family company in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I had bought a single-family with a partner back in 2016. It was cash flowing a little bit. And the reason why I did that was, you know, I was getting my start and I was still working. And the numbers made sense in Memphis. It's a very uh, good cash-flowing market. So what I had done... Early in 2018, by that time, I had liquidated my 401k. I had, I had a strategy where I was going to uh, liquidate my retirement accounts over a three-year period between 2017 and 2019. So I got the ball rolling with that. That was the seed capital I had planned on using for my multifamily, but I wasn't finding the right deal. And I knew my goal was to replace my W-2 income. So in the first four months of 2018, I went out and purchased three single-family properties through this uh, turnkey provider in Memphis. Because I didn't have a W-2, I couldn't qualify for conventional lending. I had to pay cash for these properties, but these are Class D properties, and that's basically the sweet spot in Memphis for the best return uh, on your money. So the price range is between about $55,000 and $80,000 uh, for these properties. And, and you know, these Homes are cash flowing, you know, without a loan. Between the three of them, I was getting about fifteen to sixteen hundred a month in passive income. Um, 
in addition to that, I was still looking for my first uh, multifamily investment, and I did purchase that in June of 2018. And, and I also the, bought four that's, past that's the, deals in 2018. Okay, that first multifamily, that's the IRO, the independent deal that we're going to get into. I yes, think, it is. Probably next segment. Okay. Do you still hold those uh, three houses? I don't hold the three houses. Uh, what I had done in 2019 was, find a portfolio lender who's allowed me to uh, get a loan on the properties and pull out 70% of the equity, which allowed me then to uh, reinvest that into more deals. And in 2020, I sold two of those properties. And just earlier this year in 2021, I sold the last one. Um, the loan terms weren't the greatest. It was a rather higher interest rate than what we're seeing now. So I wanted to get out of those deals and then repurpose uh, the proceeds from those sales into into other deals. You know, if I'm not mistaken, the, the interest rates that we are seeing on multifamily investments right now are probably lower than what you had as part of that commercial loan. Are they not on those single family deals? Yes, it's much lower now. I mean, I, when I refinanced in 2019, that rate was 5.8%. Yeah. Yeah. So for the listener, we're not going to get massively into details on, on the financing side. But again, because Gerard did not have an income, he could not qualify on that back end. The, the, the model you were following there with the turnkey, turnkey means it's ready to go. Here's the key. Turn it. Let your let your resident in. You're done. So there's no none of the rehab we do as investors at Lifestyles Unlimited. That rehab, by the way, is what helps us then capture equity gain or equity capture on the back end, which is value creation, which is probably what you did on that IRO. Right. We'll get to that. Um and then we finance or refinance out of our bridge loan that we've used to acquire those properties into a conventional, into that Fannie Mae, uh, uh, very cheap money. But Gerard, you could not do that without an income. True story. Now you have other options. There are a lot of options out there um, where you can get financing. It doesn't have to be the Fannie Mae stuff. You can make this work. Absolutely, you can make this work. But the numbers may be a little bit different. So you've, you've divested those and now shifted into the IRO. Before we get into that IRO, um, I want to maybe shift gears just briefly um, because you are in North Carolina. Um, I want to hear a little bit about the market. You and I were chatting over the break. Uh, I think like we are seeing here in Dallas, I had an interview last week with Kevin from Atlanta. He said they're seeing the same thing there, just a massive influx of people. What are you seeing in North Carolina? How, how is the market there, be it single family, be it multifamily? What, what's going on uh, from an investment perspective? Well, I can tell you where I live now in Wake County. There's about 65 people a day are moving to the area. There's massive population growth. You know, we're seeing license plates from so many different states. I mean, people are leaving in droves from places like New York, New Jersey, California, Illinois. Um, there's uh, just massive job growth as well. Uh, Google and Apple are going to be making a presence here in the very near future, uh, as well as Amazon. So you're going to be seeing, you know, increased wages, increased, you know, economic stimulus, and in turn, that's going to be bringing more people and increased rents as well. So and you're seeing a pretty good pop on, on the rents, are you not? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe what rents are like now compared to when I moved here four years ago. It's a massive increase. And thinking about the North Carolina market, you're in Raleigh. Where, where are you invested in there? I'm invested in Asheboro, which is about 60 miles west, more central to the state. It's a tertiary market. It's captured in the Greensboro uh, MSA. Asheboro has a very smaller population, about 25,000 people. But what I'm seeing is that people living there are 
working in areas like in, in the triad, in Greensboro, in High Point, in Winston-Salem. And rents in those three cities could be five or $600 more a month than what I'm seeing in Asheboro. Oh, wow. So you're giving it, you're offering to the, the use the term earlier, Class C, which if, if, if you're new to the show, new to investing, uh, you may hear us reference Class A, Class B, Class C, Class D, usually with respect to apartments. Uh, you may hear that in, in, in reference to houses as well. But um, that A is the tippity top, D is the very bottom. We, we like that stuff in the middle, the Class B and the Class C, which is that workforce housing. So essentially, you're able to offer a product, great product, at a little bit, little bit lower rent, or are you going to try to catch that up with those surrounding markets? I don't think that market can catch up at this point. I mean, the, the IRO deal that I bought in 2018, rents were below market when I took over a fully occupied property, and I was able to capture very good uh, increases on um, on new leases. Got it. So, tell you what, we're going to head into a break. And what I'm hearing again, across the South, great markets. You mentioned Tennessee. We now have a broker of record with Lifestyles Unlimited in Tennessee, by the way. So we're, we're, we're in Georgia. We're in, 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 in Texas, obviously. We're in Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. If you've missed any part of the show, want to catch something Gerard said earlier in the program or maybe missed it all together, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. The program will be archived there, and you can also catch the Dell Walmsley Radio Show there as a podcast as well, which is in fact where Gerard got his inspiration years ago on that long, long commute in New York City. Hey, I got to get out of here. I got to find a better life. What did you say, Gerard? A better return on your time. Uh, cutting out that commute, essentially, which is a, <laughs> a great notion. So, hey, I'm going to become a real estate investor, and it has paid off uh, wild dividends. In fact, we're going to get into that first IRO deal that you did um, in, in 2018 here in this segment. And if you have any questions today, the number here is 855-497-4335 or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. And as I hinted, Gerard, at the start of the show, you know, my wife and I, we've been single family investors for a very long time. We've, we've gone that progression that a lot of uh, investors do. Maybe they don't have the capital to go into an IRO deal or to do a whole lot of uh, passive investing in apartments. So we built our capital by way of those single family properties. Well, now we're enjoying those fruits and we're at a decision point. Do we do passive investing? Do we maybe become lead investors or do we do what you've done? and go that independent rental owner route, which means taking down an apartment community on our own. Something smaller in our case it would be. But So I'm curious to hear, what took you down that IRO path? And, and tell us about the deal that you picked up. And, and I'm real curious to hear those numbers as much as you're open to sharing anyhow. Sure, Andy. Well, the reason why I went IRO is because I believe it was the fastest way to replace W-2 income. Uh, you, have, you get 100% of the return 100% skin in the game as an IRO. You have no passive investors involved in the deal with you. You're also fronting 100% of the risk and 100% of your time. So the, the deal that I bought was nine months after joining Lifestyles as a preferred member. I closed on a 16 unit deal uh, in Asheboro, North Carolina, central to the state. 
um, 16 units, four fourplexes on the property. It was built in 1979, so Class C property. A um, little over $500,000 was, was the price on this property. Uh, what I liked about it was that it was fully occupied, so I knew I was going to be getting yield on day one. However, rents were about $50 below market. These are all two-bed, one-bath apartments, same floor plan. But it, this was a good-sized first deal for me. Um, I was able to get financing from a, a small bank, community bank in the area. And uh, from the beginning, I looked for ways to uh, take care of deferred maintenance because this was a 40-year-old building. So we went in there and replaced all the windows. That was the first big project that we did. Replaced the roof. We improved uh, the exterior lights at the buildings with LED. We put up handrails, uh, one handrail per building. We uh, resealed and restriped the parking lot. And then started to get into interior rehabs and really saw some nice rent increases. Uh, some of the biggest ones I saw were 40 to 45%. Uh, rent increases when we were able to get residents to leave or re whether residents decided to leave on their own. So we saw anywhere between five to $7,000 on uh, on these rehabs, but went in there, put in either carpet or LVT flooring, resurfaced the uh, tubs and, sh and shower surrounds, new vanities, countertops in the kitchen, black appliance package, light fixtures, uh, you name it. And the rents, when I took over the property, we're at 480 a door, and today they stand at about $730 a door. So oh, well, about is... <laughs> a little bit 50% rent increase in three years. That is impressive. That is uh, that is a big bump. Uh, and you mentioned LVP flooring. That's the, Is that the luxury vinyl plank? It is, yes. Okay, got it, got it. It's very durable wow. and it's longer lasting than carpet, but because two of the units in each building, two units are on the uh, second floor and two units are on the first floor, Carpet on the second floor did make sense just with foot traffic and making it a little bit quieter for the uh, residents underneath on the okay. first floor. Now, were you out there doing all the work yourself? How, how did you manage through the all the CapEx there? So I do have third-party uh, management at this property, but I do like managing the rehabs. So I do get vendor discounts with suppliers like Lowe's and Home Depot, and I do like to work with uh, some subcontractors directly and manage their timeline and you know, negotiate costs, things like that. So I did work, uh, you know, particularly like in the business doing the actual contracting work, but I did like to hire, uh, instead of third, it's a third party management company doing it, I felt like I could turn that around faster than they could. So managing the rehab projects was something that I enjoy doing and thought I think I'm pretty good at. Got it. So you've been in the deal now. What is this, right at about three, four years? Uh, just over the about three years and three months now. Okay, and how, how long? What's what's the what? What are the future plans there? Well, last year I was able to do a cash out refinance. Of, we were able to generate just over one hundred percent return on that cash out. Um, so that means everything you put into the the deal in terms of cash into your investment, you've now gotten out by way of a cash-out refinance. In other words, you refinance the loan, which is a non-taxable event, so no taxes due. <laughs> you get to you get to pocket That's all those correct. funds, right? That is correct. And what I did with those proceeds was I was able to get, then uh, catapult and into my second IRO deal with those proceeds, basically every penny of that. But from 
August of 2020 until today, I've now increased the value of the property another $500,000, and I'm under contract to sell the property, I'm potentially looking to do a 1031 exchange to defer taxes on my next deal. Um, and I just recently just looked at all the numbers from all the all the uh, cash output between down payment, CapEx, and looking at all the cash flow on the property from day one, the refinance proceeds, and what the what the sales proceeds look like. We're looking at about a 370% return in three and a half years. Wow. Did I hear that right? 370%? You've got good ears, Andy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is that is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. And to the listener, you know, Gerard, he's created cash flow. He goes cash flowing from day one. You improve that cash flow even better by virtue of the process of going in and, and adding that LVP, that luxury vinyl plank in the carpet, making it shine, taking this 40-year-old asset and, and basically bringing it into the modern era. Windows. Windows, yeah, they seem a little pricey, but boy, they turn a property around and help with the energy efficiency, don't they, as well? And so now you've got a better cash flow. And as we know, apartments are driven, the value of the apartments are driven by the very cash flow, by that net operating income. So that is why the the value has catapulted uh, the way it is, or the way that it has. 370%. I love to hear that. Now, see, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, do I want to go the IRO route? We've gotten into some passive deals, as I know you have as well. Lead is an option as well. And when I hear those numbers, boy, you know which direction I'm leaning. <laughs> I'm trying to convince you, Andy. It's the way to go. If you have the time to do it, I highly suggest doing it. Okay. Now, that was in, this is in Asheboro, North Carolina. You said you, you, you took the, the, the proceeds from that refi and then got into a second, a second IRO deal, right? That is correct. And uh, the second IRO deal is in a different market. It's in Rock Hill, South Carolina, which is captured in Charlotte. It's about a 30, 35-minute drive from Charlotte, North Carolina. These are, And it's a completely different type of deal. This, this deal that I got into, my second IRO deal, is a yield play. The deal in Asheboro, the 16-unit, is more of a value play because of the deferred maintenance and the lift that it needed to get rents to where, it, to where they are now. The uh, townhomes, 11-unit townhomes in Rock Hill, South Carolina, are uh, Properties old as well, 1972, but the previous owner put over $200,000 of interior rehab work into it and had brought rents from 600 a door to 1100 a door, and that's when I took over. Wow. And I've still been able to get rents up 5% in nine months of ownership, and that's still behind what market rents could be. But I can't kick out everybody at once to try to do that. <laughs> you know, we do small increases on renewals, and, and there's an opportunity to vacate someone or someone leaves on their own, there's going to be a nice rent increase on those units. So, and I think it's interesting because from an IRO perspective, you, you like you said, you've now touched both ends of the spectrum. If, if I think about multifamily, we've got a yield play, which is your latest purchase, which is cash flowing from day one. That's pretty much the idea compared to the value play that you uh, bought earlier a couple years ago. Talk 1370, the right choice. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and 
coming to you back from the home base in Dallas, Fort Worth. But my my, my heart, my mind, we're, we're still out on the road. And for that reason, I'm, I'm, I'm joined today by a gentleman uh, from North Carolina. Gerard is a has been an investor. He joined Lifestyles Unlimited in 2017. And in that time, boy, he's done some amazing stuff. He had a handful of uh, single family properties, now divested. He's taken down his first and then his second independent rental owner deal, meaning a small, or in this case, smaller multifamily uh, apartment communities that he's repositioning, uh, in one case, repositioned to, in my mind, much aplomb, 370% return is is just amazing. And now working on the second one. And, and, and Gerard, you're in a number of passive deals as well. Now, for the listener, if you're, if you're not sure which direction, we've heard single family, we've heard, you just mentioned passive. What is that? How, well, that means you're not doing anything. You're just putting your money into the pot and, and waiting for the mailbox money. Gerard's an IRO, independent rental owner, and, and, we, and we've heard about leads. How do I decide which way to go? Well, you do what Gerard did years ago. He went to Atlanta, Georgia, went to one of our two-day financial freedom seminar, um, uh, well, seminars, two days. Eight hours on day one, into get, you get into single-family investing. Eight hours on day two, you get into multifamily. That'll help you make your decision. And, and of course, as you progress, you may learn, just like my wife and I, hey, let's, let's, let's fine-tune, let's go a little bit different direction now. And, and, and that's why, Gerard, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear your story <laughs> with those numbers. That is just phenomenal. Now, ahead of the break, you mentioned uh, your, your second IRO deal, which is in Rock Hill, South Carolina. You said it's more of a, it's, it's a yield play compared to the prior deal, which was a value play. Can you explain just briefly what the, what that, what, what, what do those terms mean? A, a yield play is essentially a deal where most of the heavy lifting is already done. And from the day that you take over and own the property, you're going to be getting at least an 8% return. Um, the deal in Rock Hill has been generating a 12% return since I've taken over. I don't need as large an operating budget to manage uh, deferred maintenance because there really is no deferred maintenance. The previous owner had handled all those items. So the cash flow is solid. The ability to raise rents may not be there as great as as a value play where you can go in there and do a lot of the work, which will cost more capital to do that, but you can get a larger rent bump um, in a value play like that. So as I talked about earlier, the first project that I handled at is my 16 unit in North Carolina, which is the value play. Spent about $20,000 replacing 84 windows. So obviously that's going to cut into cash flow on the property where I might not see any cash flow for two or three or four months, but it's adding value for the residents and it's going to create an event where rents can be pushed further because now I'm creating a better product for the residents there. And that ultimately is a larger operating budget as well. I mean, the operating budget for my NC property is now north of about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in, uh, you know, capital improvements in, in three plus years, where maybe I spent eight to ten thousand dollars on the, the South Carolina property. And through that rent bump, you're you're creating that value, like we said ahead of the break, that the the value of your apartment communities is cash flow driven like any business therefore take up the rents or, or decrease by comparison decrease the expenses by the way putting in new windows that may help that as well low flow toilets all that good stuff to to help on the expense side pushes up the value and that, that that's where the notion of a value play comes in and in part then what do you do at the end of the when you come to full cycle you you cash that out either through a cash out refinance which you've already done to then reinvest or you sell and pull that pull that equity out as well now you mentioned in an earlier segment, the the plan is to do a 1031 exchange. 
Uh, what, what does that mean? How, how are you going to employ that? Well, it means that the proceeds from the sale of this property can be uh, tax-deferred when purchasing uh, the next property. It means that I'll use a company where they will keep those proceeds in escrow, and I only need to find a deal that it must satisfy a minimum replacement value. And if I'm able to satisfy those requirements, as well as uh, guidelines for identifying property and then closing on a property within a certain amount of time, then when purchasing a new property, all the taxes will be deferred and there'll be a, a new stepped up basis on the new property. So in other words, the capital gains tax that you would have paid, and, and you have considerable capital gains there, right? We, we've more than doubled Absolutely. the value. You're going to roll that capital gains uh, hit into the next property. Now, at some point, at some point, maybe you get out of the game altogether. We're not avoiding taxes. We're deferring those. You pay at that point in time. So uh, I was talking with one of the, the providers that does the 1031 or manages the, the 1031 exchange. 83% of people eventually get to that point where they finally cash out and pay the taxes. So it's it's just a deferral of that uh, in, the, in the long run. Now, looking at your resume, we've got the couple of IRO deals. Uh, we had the, the handful of single family. You're also in a number of, of passive deals. Um, when you're looking at a passive deal, you know, and, and this may be interesting for the listener because they've heard about yield, they've heard about value. Uh, we have something in the middle called hybrid, which has a little of both. Is there a particular type of investment that you're targeting as a, as a passive investor? I typically like yield and hybrid plays. I look at deals where, where the hold period is not going to be much longer than five years with an opportunity for a cash out in year three. Uh, you know, I look at passive deals as like, you know, kind of like icing on the cake, almost like a quarterly bonus that you receive. You're not thinking about it, and then boom, you receive mailbox money, almost like those quarterly dividends I would receive when I was a stock investor, except on a way larger level with great tax benefits um, and, and opportunities for, you know, tax-free cash-out refis. So I'd like to sprinkle in passive deals when I can, maybe two a year, or if I skip a year, then, you know, two every other year, in addition to my IRO deals and just be strictly invested in multifamily. Uh, I, the future for multifamily is still looking great. Um, and I like to invest with operators who I know, like, and trust. Um, there's a lot of good ones in the lifestyle network, and you know I think it's important to to get on a lot of lists so you can see deals that fit your criteria, and uh, you know, make it's sure you don't keep that money in debt equity. Take that money out and make sure you have something on the sidelines to use to invest. Exactly right, debt equity. If if you're sitting on a paid off house, that's debt equity. If you have a rental property where you've been paying down the mortgage for 10, 12 years. That's debt equity. Now is a great time with interest rates where they are to cash that out and get into these very types of deals. If you don't want to lift a hammer, if you don't want to manage a crew, uh, a subcontractors as Gerard has done in North Carolina, get into those passive deals. Uh, great for you if you're bumping around in an RV, by the way. Now, Gerard, you mentioned the future. I'm, I'm curious. So you, you took some pretty extreme measures, burned the bridges, as we said, fled New York City, uh, referencing a movie, of course, um, but but got, got to a better place cost of living wise, time wise. Um, cashed out the 401ks, how, that, that has to take a pretty massive mindset shift. How did you get, get there? How, how has lifestyles helped you get there? Let me ask it that way. I think part of it was when I had left New York and was looking at joining lifestyles and I said, well, I'm, I just turned 40 years old. 
I could wait another 20 years and, and watch my retirement plans just, you know, go up and down, totally speculative. I'm going to pay the taxes either way, whether I pay the taxes now or pay the taxes in 20 years. The only difference is that, you know, you have to pay the penalty for early withdrawal. And I looked at this model and said, wow, you know, I, as an apartment operator, as an IRO, I can, you know, force appreciation by being a sophisticated operator. And it will take very long before I can recoup, you know, those, say, those lost funds. Um, you know, I was able to double my net worth in about two and a half to three years after my first investment, as well as replacing my W-2 income. So I bought back my time from corporate America, which allows me to spend more quality time with my family. Um, and I don't have to worry about commuting three hours a day, always being on the hamster wheel, you know, looking at a schedule to see what time the train's going to depart or arrive or whatever the case might be. And I don't have to worry about waking up to an alarm clock. So, I mean, lifestyles has just provided so many benefits to my life. And I'm still rather young in my early to mid-40s here, and I just see this as a, as a great path to invest for the next 25 or 30 years. That's yeah, great to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I'm in my, my mid-40s as well. And, and uh, wow, just, just again, to the listener, if you missed the earlier part of the show, you're going to want to catch some of what Gerard said, especially around his, his first IRO deal. Just impressive, impressive numbers. 370% return projected, right? You're still working through the sale. But um, if you missed any part of the show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com and, and go to the radio tab. This will be archived there. And, and while you're there, if, if you're not sure, I don't know, real estate, maybe is that for me? There's a free workshop button. Join, register for that. It's an hour and a half of your time. You'll learn a little bit more at a kind of an entry level sort of information about lifestyles and, and how we make money with our investments. And if that sounds good, then be sure to get to that two day that Gerard mentioned as well. Now, Gerard, you and I spoke, we met at the uh, Lifestyles Unlimited Wealth and Passive Income Expo right here in Irving. Have you heard the, the 2022 is planned already? Yes, I believe it's in Houston next March, uh, mid-March. Right. Should be yep. a great event as always. Love hearing uh, Dell's talking points about what his uh, predictions are for the, the real estate investing and the economy in general. Um, and it's just great to network with people who I consider friends now. You know, we're like-minded. We, you know, we're investing. We're, we're doing great things for our family, for the legacy uh, for our family. Um, and just a lot of learning as well. Great classes and you know, vendors teaching different subjects about real estate investing, you know. And I'm a yep. lifelong learner, so I enjoy that. Place to be, place to learn, place to, like you said, network. It's where I had the opportunity to meet you, hear your initial story. And again, I'm inspired. This has been a great conversation. If you want to learn more about that expo, go to Lifestyles Unlimited Expo 2022.com. It's March 17th through 19th in, like you said, Houston, Texas. And Gerard, hey, thanks for joining me today all the way from North Carolina. And I thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, and remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.